Hey everyone, Aaron Stewart, Data Access Golf, uh, the show. I mentioned yesterday that we wanted to get in and do a little discussion and a swing analysis on uh, our newest um, major champion of the, the U.S. Women's Open. And so I wanted to do that and jump on here today. Her name is Li Zhongyun, and uh, we pronounce it uh, Zhongyun Li. Um, in uh, Asia, they usually start with their last name. So she actually goes by Lee Jung Yoon Six back home, but here we call her Jung Yoon Lee Six. Lee Six, right? Is how we do it. So, so you'll you'll kind of see that in some of the analysis we do today. But um, kind of a cool story. Obviously, the six is something that every, everybody always talks about. But she, um, when she joined the LPGA of the Creator, she was the sixth, not, not just Lee, she was the sixth um, Lee, Lee Jong-Yoon. So like exact. So that's why she grabbed the six, and um, which I, I, I think is brilliant, right? For branding and everything over here. Um, I can't remember the name of her fan club, but it's like, you know, the six supers or something like that. So they've used the six. Um, it's really easy to tell her from every other um, Lee on the LPGA Tour, which I think is brilliant, it, which is kind of ironic, isn't it? That, that Hank Haney um, came out and uh, it, it, you know, ripped on the LPGA Tour first off and that the, the US Women's Open didn't matter, which was brilliant, a brilliant career move for sure. But then he went on to talk about, you know, all the Lees and uh, I'll bet a Lee wins and all that. Well, a Lee didn't win, a Lee Six did, and she is unique. So Hank should have been thrilled instead of making fun of, he literally brought up the Lee Six thing. Instead of making fun of her, which he did, he should have uh, applauded her brilliance in branding. I'm sorry, as a online marketing entrepreneur type of a guy, that's brilliant branding. So whoever helped her come up with that, golf clap. That's awesome. Well done. That's really, really cool stuff. So anyway, we want to jump into that and talk about that today on Data Access Golf. So let's get this thing fired up. We'll go ahead and get the, the intro going, which is new. So this is the premiere of the intro. I am excited to know, excited to see what you guys think about it. So let's get that started and then we'll jump right into getting this done and talking about uh, Lee Six and her fantastic golf swing. Here we go. Welcome to Data Access Golf, your home for rapid golf improvement. And now, from the thin air of the Rocky Mountains, next on the number one tee, your host, Aaron Stewart. There we go. The new intro, ladies and gentlemen. Love it. Cool. Okay, so... Yeah, I wanted to dive right in. First and foremost, um, one of the things that I wanted to start with, and again, I don't want to talk about Hank Haney any more than you have to because it's such a bad topic, but for somebody to promote themselves as a golf expert and somebody who knows a golf swing, who can apparently uh, teach people golf, like Charles Barkley, which is an absolute complete failure. Um, Ray Romano, the lead singer from the Adam Levine. There you go. I can't even believe I remembered that guy's name. The guy with the high voice, right? And all the tattoos, that dude. 
who my wife loves. We're not going to talk about it. By the way, that was my wife with the gold, uh, <coughs> with the red golf bag. So anybody out there who's wondering, she hates that photo, but I love it. It used to be on my phone, so I threw it in the video. She's mad, but um, she's learned to forgive me over the years, so she'll have to continue to do that. But anyway, so Hank Haney to go out and, and rip on the, the LPGA Tour and to basically dismiss it and, and then come off and promote himself as some kind of a golf swing expert and not have any idea how these women strike the golf ball is pathetic. If he's not looking at, at the LPGA's golf swings, then I don't believe that he has all the information that he needs to appropriately and properly teach amateur players. Because I'm sorry, folks, my swing speeds and, and the swing speeds on the LPGA Tour, almost identical. Very, very close. I mean, I, I'm telling you right now, Brooks Henderson swings it a lot harder than I do. You know, so, so it's really good for us. And I, I try to come up in this analysis and try to show you why it's probably more helpful for us as amateurs to analyze LPGA swings and try to get something from there than going to the PGA Tour and trying to get something from there. Now, there's some amazingly gorgeous, technically perfect golf swings on the PGA Tour, but I would argue there's more on the LPGA Tour. And it's just because they have to get every last little ounce out of their golf swings. They don't have the luxury of massive swing speed to make up for any technical errors in their swing. So they have to be really technically solid. And we'll definitely see Lee Six's swing is, is definitely one to emulate for sure. Beautiful golf swing. So we'll take a look at that really quick. But before we dive into that, so she was on the uh, Korean tour. She actually was quite success successful there. She won six tournaments uh, on the tour there. She came over into, uh, the first time she played in the United States was in the U.S. Women's Open. And it was in 2017. And she uh, finished... I don't, can't remember, fifth or sixth. So a, a pretty good, I think that's right, a, a pretty good turnout. It was fifth or sixth. Somebody can look that up for us. But, uh, and then she, um, in 20, and then, let's see, 2018, she also played the Evian Championship. And then, oh man, I'm forgetting everything today. But she came over and qualified in 2018 and then started playing full-time in 2019 and then she, her first tournament win is the U.S. Women's Open, which is, right, incredible. And we'll go ahead, and I'm going to go ahead, and um, I'm going to bring up this screen real quick, if I can remember how to do it. Okay, cool. So I made this up. Uh, when, when, uh, when they win on tour, I sort of, can I make this so it looks better? Oh, let's go the other way. Okay, so I do these up on, and throw them up on Instagram and stuff to kind of go over some of their, their accomplishments. So this was the first tournament where somebody walked away with, I mean, a cool million bucks on the LPGA Tour is pretty amazing. I mean, that's, that's something. So she walks away with a million bucks. Her average drive was 260 yards for the week, hit it 260 yards and 87% fairways hit, right? Ours is, our benchmark's 55%. That's solid. Greens and regulation, 80%. And putts per green, 1.69. Um, anyway, scores and round for 278 total to get, it, to get the win by two strokes. Very, very well done. And so let's go ahead and take a look at her swing. What I've done here, if you go to the face, if you go on, if you look on this Facebook page, I was going to say go to the Facebook page, but if you look on the Facebook page, probably down below now, I've put up a link 
to the golf swing that we're going to analyze now. And what I've done is taken screenshots so we can actually look uh, more closely at what's going on. I think sometimes we look at full golf swings in full motion. I just don't think that's the best way to get down to the nitty gritty and really understand what's going on and what they do well. So I'm going to bring up, I've got a third screen over here. Let's see if I can bring it up. Boom, there it is, nice, worked out well. Okay, so I've numbered these one through nine. It's a face-on view right now. And uh, this is Zhang Yun Li, six, and her golf swing. The first thing I want to have everybody kind of look at here is, I've done this, this white line across the top to kind of show how steady her head stays throughout the entire golf swing. And it is, I mean, can we even see? I, can, I don't even know if we're, is this working here? Um, oh, there I am right there. That's not really what you want, but um, I'm gonna get rid of myself. Let me see if I can move this over. There, okay. So if you look here, can you, can you even see that? Okay, you can't see my cursor. All right, so it's over on this screen. So if I look over here, just up, I'm, I'm not trying to ignore you folks, but it's over here. It's the, it's the biggest screen I have. So I'm looking at this screen over here. But if you look at, at number one, I've put a, a yellow line down here to kind of line up where her shaft is. Now, obviously the ball's here, but her shaft to her, the front of her head, and I think ball position with the driver is so important. You can see that the ball here is off her heel, but she's got herself set up with her obviously positioned behind the ball because it, with the driver, it's the only club in the bag that we strike up on the ball, or we're trying to. And we learned that from TrackMan. That's one of the cool things that we've learned from TrackMan is that those who are most efficient off the tee have a little slight upswing. Every other thing we don't, but with the driver we do. Okay? And that's why we tee it up, and so we try to do it that way. So she's already set up to stay well behind that ball and hit up on it. So excellent position here. She looks super relaxed, really good there. And then this first move back, and we see this with all these top players, um, she's got her hips starting to turn here, but her weight right now, and, and by weight I mean, well, weight is probably a way to put it, but now we talk about pressure. She has got over 95% of her pressure now on that back foot and moving to that back heel, and we've noticed that in the body track mats. You know, I, I mentioned earlier that we spent some time on that, on, um, at, with, with Fred out in Extraordinary Golf, and we had a ball doing it. It was fantastic to see, to kind of get an understanding. And that's where I, I kind of learned of, of what I've really got to work on this summer was the information that we got from Body Track. Thanks, Elliot, if you're watching, for uh, letting us use your, your Body Track. That was awesome. Okay, so uh, anyway, she's got her pressure back here on her back foot. She's loading up already. It's all back there. Okay, so now she continues to turn. You can see her hips turning. But see where the club is here? Her shoulder turn is basically done at this point. A pretty quick shoulder turn. I mean, she's loaded up and that shoulder turn's basically done. So you basically kind of see her arms move. Her shoulders go back, not a whole lot. Just her arms basically take it the rest of the way. You can see her, her grip here. It looks like her wrist is cupped, but when we look down the line, it really isn't. And then it matches her face here, okay? Really good. Again, if you look at this yellow line in two, three, and four, awesome. I mean, she's loaded up. She's got 95% of, of her pressure on her back foot, and yet her head and everything is stable right up against that, that yellow line. It, I mean, it's, fan, it's, a, it's amazing um, how stable she is 
and how structured she is in her golf swing. It's gorgeous, right? And she gets in here as she starts coming down from, from the top to that first move down. Look, she's got her hips that have completely, they're actually starting to face the target at this point. The club has moved from here to here. Okay, and she is already starting to face the target. Her hips are already gone that far. Okay, that is a big move. Now she's got 95 plus percent of her pressure is now on her front foot. And you can't tell. I think that's the cool thing to remember is we talk about weight shifts and all that. And some of us sort of fight against it because when we look at these top players, it doesn't look like there's any sort of weight shift really going on. It looks like that they're pretty centered. So that's what we've learned in the body track. They are not centered. The pressure, where they're putting the, the pressure from their golf swing literally moves almost over 95% to the back foot. And then on that first move down in number five, she's already moved 95 plus percent to her front foot of her pressure, right? And which is, it's incredible. And then they keep it there. That's what I don't do is I'll make that move and then I start to drift back. So when it impact, I'm like 50-50. I have been fooled all these years by this, this, this look that they are centered, right? Over their, they're centered, you know, perfectly centered between. And I've somehow or another learned in my own head that at impact, I feel better if I'm centered. And that's, we can't do it. So that's what I'm working on this summer. That's the big thing that I've got to overcome this summer. And, and without the body track, I don't think we would have ever noticed. There's always been a little hold off in my swing. You can kind of see that in the video, but we never could figure out what was causing it. Well, I literally shift my pressure back so it's almost exactly 50-50 at impact. And that was so amazing to learn. Again, technology has changed the way we learn golf. We can actually focus on the things that are wrong if we have access to the right technologies. And it's brilliant. It's really cool. Okay, so let's go on back down here. Let's get back to... Um, Lee Six's golf swing. So right in here to impact, and I've got superimposed here. You can see that this is Dustin Johnson. When I talk about that we should be looking at the LPGA Tour player swings as amateurs, as guys who are amateurs, and also women who are amateurs, it's because that our swings are more similar in catch-up speed. We don't have the swing speed to um, get away with a lot of mistakes. Like, you know, like a a lot of players out there swing it so much faster than we do on the PGA Tour. So trying to figure out where to release the club or start releasing the club or allowing the club to start releasing, all of that is harder to do when you're watching a swing that has that, that where they can generate so much more speed than we can. Okay. And, and so that's the, that's the issue here, right? So we, we can see here, and if you can just compare, and I hope that you can kind of see this, Dustin Johnson has got his hands much closer to his leg and much further down, and he has got his club straight out here, really loaded. You can see here that, that Lee Six has got her club starting to release already. She doesn't have the catch-up speed that a Dustin Johnson does. So in order for her to hit up on the ball, she has to start the release earlier, as do we as amateurs, as do we. Okay, so really cool, really, uh, that, that's a great illustration to see the difference between Dustin Johnson here and Lee Six here, okay? Um, you can see, again, uh, you've got her posting up on this, on her front leg. We talk about that too. Justin Johnson's got the same thing there. But then she really has got that leg fairly well straight right at impact, which is awesome, right? That, that is such a cool way to, to, 
we remember how Tiger Woods kind of injured his leg because he snapped it so violently at impact, he literally hurt his knee. Uh, well, you can see where she has gone in smoothly into impact. She straightened it out. You look at her arm and her leg and her club. They are that front arm, front leg, and her club are all lined up. It's woo, good. So, so good. So really impressive. Again, look at how she's turned her hips. Literally at impact, her belt buckle is pointing at the target. And she doesn't really go much further. You can kind of see that the, um, she's got her yardage book in her back pocket. You can still see it there. It hasn't moved a whole lot. And then she finally releases it and get to, gets to a very beautiful um, balanced finish. And then look at her head. Sometimes we see a lot of dropping as they come through, but she does not. I mean, all the way through impact, her head is just resting on that white line. It's right up next to it. The structure in her golf swing, her spine angle, all of that looks so good. She's just, I mean, so talented. Really, really cool. A very technically sound, beautiful golf swing. Okay, so let's kind of keep on going. Any questions on that or whatever, throw it down in the comments and we can revisit it. But let's take a look now. Now, this is where it kind of gets a little more interesting as far as I'm concerned. And I, oh, see, I, I forgot one thing. Oh, yeah, her foot. This is really cool. We see a lot of modern day players like a Rory McIlroy. Um, you see like Bubba Watson, uh, Lexi Thompson, some of those folks that, I mean, uh, uh, Brooke Henderson, they really leap, right? And they use ground forces to create, to generate a lot of power. And you can see here, if you look at Lee Six's foot here, and then look at C, Lee Six's foot here, and even at impact, very little movement there. I thought I saw a little bit here in seven when she was at impact, but man, if she did it at all, what, we'll, what we would see is on the body track mat, even though it doesn't look like anything's going on here, it looks like the foot is flat, that the pressure from that front foot has gone up as she straightened her leg and jumped up. Um, so she is doing that motion, but not so violently that her foot comes off the ground. And so it looks, it looks really extraordinary. I mean, she looks very stable through there, but make no doubt if we stuck her on the body track, um, she would have very little pressure on that front foot, even though it looks like it's just stayed in the same place. Okay, so that's kind of a cool thing to keep in mind as we look at these. That's kind of a, a feel to look for when you're hitting golf balls out on the range. It's never something we consciously think, for, think about when we're playing golf, right? We, we stay subconscious, not conscious when we're playing golf. Okay, so now let's look at, again over here again. Apologize, I'm looking over here, but... That's where it is on my screen. Maybe if I moved it a little more there. Okay, again, I, take a look at her foot here and then take a look at her foot at impact. Well, you can't really see her front foot, but at impact, I love how her foot kind of comes off the ground a little bit here, right? So she's definitely got all of her pressure on her front foot, but look how, how, how consistent that foot stays through five, six, seven, and eight. Basically in the same little spot, you can see you're starting to turn here, but that's because her hips have gone completely around and she's had to release to make that happen to a, a full finish there. So really cool on the foot. Again, when, you, when she's got that much in, in number five, she's got that much of her foot off the ground, you know that the pressure, all of that pressure is on her front foot. Okay, loaded up there. So she starts back, you can see her loading up, her hips start turning you can see that pressure being put on that back foot in this loaded up leg. I mean, it is loaded up. 
And as we talked about before, um, well, we didn't talk about before, but so the, the only, only little tiny thing that I have a problem with with this golf swing that I wouldn't recommend to most of us amateurs because it causes some timing issues. And I may have, I didn't get an opportunity to talk to Fred Shoemaker about this, but I will someday. Um, so this, this little, in, in three, I've got a green circle around her club face. Uh, now, I, I like the club face being lined up with her hand there. That's great. I think that's, that's how we check our grip to make sure that our grip is in the perfect spot for us and how we keep it super simple when we're analyzing our own golf swings. But if you look at this, I like to see that club face kind of hidden behind this hand and not continuing around this way, crossing the line. I mean, you can see where her feet are and you can see where the fairway is. She wants to hit the ball right down this area and she's got the club pointed across the line is what we call it. That just makes it more difficult to, to get the club face back to the ball squarely. And we see this a little bit later. This is what, this is the cause of this we'll see later in her golf swing. So we'll kind of keep going. Um, as she makes that move, right? She makes that move from here to here. You can see now her legs have lined back up. They're straight there. And you can see now that they're lined back up. That foot has now started to come off a little. All of her pressure is now on her front foot in, in frame four. It's all there. We saw that in the face on view. That's obviously the down the line view. Now five, here we go. Frame five, and this is what I'm talking about. Now you can see here, you can see here that Lee Six's club face now is open compared to her, her spine angle. What we like to see at this point in the golf swing is the club face being lined up with your spine angle as Dustin Johnson has here kind of inset into this photo. Whoa. Okay, so that's how that's done. So this crossing over the line here has now made her late here. So three, a result of crossing the line here, she's thrown off her timing and now she's got the club face in an open position from here to the ball, what does she have to do? She can't just turn through it now, she has to flip. To close that club, she now has to flip. And you can see the result of a flip here in that club face in frame six. Okay, so she has to now use her wrists to catch up. And we talk about that catch up speed. She's now got herself in a position where she now has to manipulate the club to make it happen. So for us amateurs who want to keep it as simple as possible, and we want to make sure that when we look at our golf swing, it's easy to analyze and see if we're doing the right things. Do not let this club cross the line because then you've got to come up with some manipulations in the downswing to get the club face square through the ball, okay? If, if this club face was lined up more behind her hand, down the target line, then she would, be, she would have a much better chance of getting into a position that matches Dustin Johnson with the club face matching her spine angle, where then she just has to let her, let her upper body rotate through the ball and follow her hips around. That's a very consistent swing. Now she's a good player. I know her timing's impeccable. My timing sucks. And I'm guessing a lot of you folks that don't hit a million balls every day who are amateurs like I am, your timing probably isn't much better than mine, if it's better at all, right? She's probably got way better timing than any of us. 
So she's getting away with this. Obviously, she just won the US Women's Open. She's an excellent player. Her body probably knows what to do to react to this. And I haven't seen enough of her swings to know if this is, if this is just her move to cross the line at the top. But, but if it is, but this particular swing here, it's kind of cool we caught it, that this resulted in this, okay? So then she had to manipulate to get through the ball. And you can see Dustin Johnson here. Dustin Johnson's just a fascinating story because we always talk about how he, he gets up to the top and he bows that wrist, right? And then, oh, he has to swing really, you know, everybody talks about how he has to do a bunch of manipulations and everything in order to hit the ball. But if you look at his swing here, he's got that club face back perfect where he just has to, he's rotated like, right? He just has to let his shoulders just go and he doesn't have to worry about it. That he is a very consistent ball, a driver of the golf ball because of this, because he gets that into that position earlier in his golf swing. He doesn't have to do anything through the ball. From here, all he has to do is rotate. The club face, the front of his driver matches his spine. He just rotates around his spine and he knows exactly where that club face is. Uh, Lee Six doesn't have that luxury. She has got to rotate and flip, close her wrists, roll her wrists over to try to get the club face square into the ball. So hopefully that you can see that there. And that's why we want to make sure at the top of our backswing that, that, that we actually hide the club face behind our hand. Then that keeps us all on plane, keeps it really simple. And it's a great checkpoint when you're using video to analyze your own swing when you're going down the line. Okay, and when you go down the line, you want to make sure that you're lined up underneath the hands. Here on six, you want the camera right down your hands. Okay, that's the best way to look at it. Okay, now we'll go on to seven. We can see her foot still here. Her hips are completely gone, right? And they are so, when she hits the ball, let's see, even right here in five, you can see just by looking at her yardage book, boom, 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 not a lot of movement there. She's really gone all the way through. Everything's on her left side and she lets it go. I love this, the, um, the driver under her shoulders. You can see it's, it's basically lined up to the stripes in her shirt, which is a cool, cool, which is a cool look. And if we drew, and I probably should have done that. Oh, yeah, if you draw a line down here, you can go, it's right, oh, I guess the T is kind of not there. But anyway, you can see the club face here, the club here, oh, right here, you can see it's, it's right at, the ball right on target there. So she does just an amazing job. I'm getting back to the ball. Beautiful finish, totally, totally flipped over. I guess I moved her and boom, her straight. She's posted up into her left side. Really awesome, really, really cool. So, okay, so just a couple things to remember then. Uh, as far as tempo and things go, again, if, if we wanna hit, let's see if I take this back to the, <clears throat> Lee Six, she hits her she hits her driver 260 yards. Okay, can I go over here? She hits 200 and 260 yards. She's a little thing, but her swing is so technically sound that she gets it done. In this one particular instant, in this one particular swing, I don't know if that is her move where she crosses the line all the time. I didn't notice it when I was watching the tournament. Um, they didn't give us a lot of really good shots down the line. It was kind of the camera work was kind of all over the place. Uh, but uh, that caused in this particular swing and will cause in all of ours to be a little late with the club face. The club face should really be lined up to our, to our spine when we get into that 
where we're parallel to the ground, ready to turn through the ball. And this just displays it perfectly. Dustin Johnson shows us the right way to do it, and Lee Six kind of shows us um, we're crossing the line, the result of crossing the line, and then what you have to do in order to make that up. So hopefully that's helpful. Um, a really cool tournament. I'm, I'm so, I thought it worked out kind of, per, your first win on the LPGA Tour being a major, and for a million bucks, that can't be a bad deal, right? So hopefully that was helpful to you. Comments, questions down in, in uh, Facebook here in the comments, that'd be great. This will be uploaded to YouTube, so to check out our YouTube channel. And a little later tonight, it will show up on the podcast. Again, I'd uh, love to hear from you. Follow us on Instagram as well. Until next time, remember, better data always means better golf. Thanks for listening to Data Access Golf with Aaron Stewart. Check us out online at dataaccessgolf.com, and we'll see you on the next episode.